Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's going on, y'all? James Higgs here from Infotainment News and ITN Live. Look, been wanting to do this for a long time. This being starting a podcast to go along with the with the site and go along with the other social media platforms we have. But been always trying to find the right platform to use, right? But been looking for how to get the message out to our engaged readers, our engaged viewers, how to essentially really how to monetize. And believe it or not, I found the right platform that's getting the job done, that's going to be easy to use and easy to set up. That platform is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Check it out. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. This is an ad for Anchor, if you didn't guess that by now. Check it out. If you want to get started with Anchor, if you want to start sending out your message, owning your own platform, broadcasting your message, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me, join the rest of the diverse uh, authors and owners of content out there. Get your podcast off the ground. Let us know where it is. Talk to you soon. Y'all be cool. One week post-delivery reactions. So it's been about a full week, you guys, since I took delivery of my Tesla Model S. Look, I've been waiting for this car for about eight and a half years. I uh, was granted an extended test drive of the first Roadster back at CES a little over eight years ago and have fell in love with the vehicle, the technology, the uh, purpose and the mission of the company ever since. What I wanted to do today was kind of give everyone a truly unbiased review of expectation versus reality and an understanding really of what it's like to make that switch from a internal combustion engine to a vehicle that is 100% all electric. It's a learning curve for sure. It's an interesting experience. We've done two road trips with the uh, Model S and let me tell you something, range anxiety is is real. But all that being said, first and foremost, believe the hype. Um, driving a performance all-electric vehicle is truly a joy. And I do believe that the future is here now 
and is within financial reach of the majority of society. Now, I record this the same day that Porsche released and unveiled their Taycan, um, which looked phenomenal. Great looking vehicle. It's uh, outside of the scope of something that I would purchase at this particular time. I believe the uh, starting price was around $185,000. But all that being said, the momentum that's happening out there in the automotive industry that more and more major manufacturers, Ford, Porsche, uh, Hyundai, uh, and others like them, right, are making 100% electric vehicles. Uh, Tesla is really the, uh, the foundation of all that, being able to, to create a vehicle that looks good, performs good, is reliable, and and is and is really meeting the the needs and the the wants and desires of a lot of folks that are in uh, car buying mode at this particular time. So another thing I guess I want to say is you know I've I'm used to be more active on Twitter, but lately uh, I haven't been as active. I tend to send out more rant tweets and. <laughs> I sent a tweet to Mr. Elon Musk himself stating that, I quote and say, the product is awesome, however, the acquisition process is brutal, end quote. Uh, and what I mean by this is that Tesla is definitely, and I believe consciously, trying to be the apple of the car industry. You know what I mean by that, right? They've always been perceived uh, as a unique and kind of status symbol with Apple products. You know, you, gotta, you, you know, you kind of get what you pay for when you drop a ton of cash on a MacBook or an iPhone versus a comparable Windows laptop or an Android phone. And I really believe that's kind of the same experience aura that uh, Tesla is trying to... Uh, prevail as well with their online ordering, their dealerships or not dealerships, their showrooms. Yeah, you, you walk in and most of the time folks are smiling. Uh, there's less, there's really not a lot of pressure in terms of uh, buying at the showrooms because they figure you're coming in, you're already either one aware of most of the technology or you're just coming in because you're curious about the technology and and the fact that you can go home log on to tesla.com place your drop $2,500 on your credit card to, to hold a vehicle after you find one that, that starts the process and then depending on if it's being built or if it's a used vehicle in about uh, two weeks you, you got a car however in actual practice it's a pain Financing with Tesla uh, is currently in flux. Uh, there is, there was an option to use Tesla financing. Now I'm hearing that they're halting that ability, so third-party financing or outright cash payment is required. 
who knows? That may change because in, in the time that I've taken delivery of my vehicle and the time that I'm recording this, Tesla now has Tesla insurance. And I'll save that for another episode. But yes, I signed up for that. And you know, so far, so good. But uh, I'll give you a little more insight on my experience with that. Uh, buying new or used uh, kind of gets you assigned to different delivery advisor teams, as they call them. But still, the lack of you know kind of timely communication between you, the consumer, and those teams can be frustrating. Now, no, when I say timely communication, bear in mind that when you're dropping anywhere from let's say forty to ninety thousand dollars on a vehicle that you've probably never seen, more than likely never driven, you as a consumer kind of want to be kept in the loop daily during that process. It doesn't matter if you're having a new vehicle build or if you're getting a used one that you saw lists on the Tesla website. That's kind of where the process breaks down because there's still a lot of back-end administrative and operational things that need to happen, right? So you're, you you solidify your financing, you upload all of your your documentation to the, your portal, uh, your insurance stuff, your, I mean, you make that initial payment. Uh, just a lot of things happen without a feedback mechanism as you're providing a lot of information to the company. And then probably 72 hours before you're expected to get take delivery, that's when you get phone calls, that's when you get the emails saying your vehicle is ready, come pick it up uh, at the factory, which, again, you got to plan for that. I live in Roseville, 30 miles north of Sacramento, uh, here in Northern California, and I had to go pick my vehicle up at the factory down in Fremont, which is in the Bay Area. Uh, I always love going to the Bay Area. No, no, don't get me wrong on that, but uh, I got a one-way train ticket from Sacramento to Fremont and then Uber over to the factory. So th- those types of logistics, right, those are the kind of things that you've got to plan for. you got to be, you got to be, be cognizant of to uh, take delivery of your vehicle. Now, it may be different if I was getting a brand new vehicle as opposed to a used one. You know, they probably could have, if they had it at the service center here in Rockland, which is not too far from me. But then again, that would have been a $2,000 transfer charge from the factory up to here. So I'm not going to pay $2,000 to have a vehicle shipped up here on the truck when I can pay... Thirty dollars for a one-way ticket on Amtrak to go down there and, and pick it up. Look, right uh, thus far, right all what is this? Fifteen minutes of this podcast have seemed like they've been negative, but r- really everything about my car, my Model S seventy-five D, is phenomenal. I, I love the vehicle. I love the car. I love everything about it. Uh, I wouldn't. I am not going back to a gas-powered car again. I don't. At least I don't foresee it in, in my uh, in my near future. I I love 
laughing as I pass by gas stations and just think that I will never have to do that again in my foreseeable future. I plug the car in at home at night uh, and I have 259 miles of range and that gets me everywhere I need to be for an extended period of time since my commute is, is relatively short. Um, <clears throat> heck, I've got my parents going on a test drive of Model 3 later on this week. They sat in my car and were uh, completely uh, floored by the experience and by the capabilities. So who knows, I may get a chance to use my uh, referral code on them. More to come, you guys. Uh, I had my first experience at the service center today. I'm actually recording this while my vehicle is at the service center. There were a couple of things when I got it that I wanted to, to have addressed. And, you know, they're covering that uh, without any additional charge. And I'll record an episode let you guys know what, what that experience was and is like um, in, in terms of scheduling an, an event for service to the app taking it down there and how long it takes um, and then kind of again what that experience is after I pick the vehicle up so so stay tuned for that look give me an email uh, hit me up on Twitter at James Hicks email me James at hicksnewmedia.com if you got any questions I think I'm gonna be doing more and more episodes around electronic vehicles Heavily towards Tesla, obviously, but I think just around this whole EV phenomenon that's happening and the fact that it's catching on, I'm, I'm loving that fact. So I really want to be a collaborative effort here and not just be someone pushing inf information that is slanted. Look, I'm going to tell you the good, I'm going to tell you the bad, I'm going to tell you the pros and the cons of, of what I'm going through as I experience them as well. Um, and if you've got any questions, if you're on the fence of uh, purchasing one of these vehicles, uh, I'll answer any questions that uh, I may be able to answer for you. That being said, thanks again, you guys, for tuning in. James Hicks here from Hicks New Media. We are on infotainmentnews.net. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, like I said, Facebook, all those social platforms, and we will talk soon. Be well.